Hello, everybody. It's Patricia Noel-Drain, and I'm your host for this podcast of When Passion Meets Profit. Guess what? Welcome to the second season of When Passion Meets Profit. And welcome to the new year. Yay! It's such an unusual time for us right now. We're not only going through COVID and a pandemic and doing it well, by the way. We're also at the end of a year. So you have to look back at that year and say, how did that go? Was it a good year for me? We have to look forward and have hopes and dreams of what's coming down the pike. And many of us aren't sure anymore because of what's happened to us in the last couple of years. But you know what? I have never been so proud of a whole collective group of people than I am of us because we have formed a pattern of resilience. And I am very proud of that resilience because it's not been easy to do what we have been doing. So today, I really want to welcome you back to a teachable moment. Now, teachable moments are usually 10 to 15 minutes long. That's what I try to do with them. Sometimes they're less than that. But I know that people are busy. They want to get their message and they want to get it quickly and then they want to move on. When I do an interview, it's going to be longer than that. It's probably going to be about 30 minutes. And I'm also going to start this year real stories with real messages. They're going to be my stories. They're going to be your stories. They're going to be others' stories that we can learn from. Because I think, you know, unless we can learn from something, why in the world do you do it? Now, here's the thing that I love to do, and that's title each one of my podcasts. This one is called Set Goals, Dream Big, and Stay Grounded, because I believe in all three of those things. And I'm hoping to really simplify it today for you. See, I used to teach goal setting and time management in corporate America. I owned my own company, and they would call on me to come in and do their sales staff and teach them those things. And it was so boring to me. I just repeated the same stuff over and over. But it was a very rigid goal-setting pattern that I taught. It was a sheet that I received awards because of. And at the top of it, it said, you need to have a timeline. So set a deadline. I believe in that. Sometimes that puts pressure on people. That's pretty rigid. But we accomplished a lot. I accomplished a lot. The second thing was write it down. Don't put it on the computer, write it down and put it somewhere so you can see it. The third thing was come up with your obstacles and what your solutions are going to be. And the fourth thing was make sure that you have a very specific action plan. And if you can get 10 points to your action plan, the more the better. Well, I did it for years and I tried to shorten that and make it more fluid and make it more easy. And so I've come up with three things, okay? And this is what I practice all the time. I know a lot of people that set New Year's resolutions and all that stuff. I just don't do that. I set goals every single solitary day. And sometimes it's not a lot. Sometimes it's what do you want to accomplish today? Because I don't like at the end of the day that I didn't accomplish something. I don't even care if it's that I delivered a beautiful dinner, you know, or whatever it is. So here's the first thing. I want you to think. And then I want you to think even bigger so that you're dreaming big about what you want to accomplish next. You see how easy that is? So I'm going to give you an example. I personally want to write a new book this year. I think I'm going to try to write a book a year. And this book is going to be very complimentary to this podcast. You know what it's called? When Passion Meets Profit 
dot, dot, dot. That's when you get paid for being you. I love it because it's the truth. And so when I write that, I thought, well, I'll use people from last season because we had a lot of people on here that have really learned and understood how do they find their passion and how do they make a profit and have a side business, a plan B, or even a brand new business on their hands. So I'm going to share those in the book. Okay, so here's my second thing. You have to accept reality. So in other words, I have to accept my reality of today. I want to write a book. So what is my reality? I have already written 14 books. So it's not like a dramatic thing for me. It's not an over-the-top goal for me. But it is something that I aspire to do. Now, if your reality is you want to make a million dollars, let's say, and your reality is you haven't even made a thousand dollars, that's pretty far-fetched. I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying you have to accept your reality where you are and get over those hurdles of, can I do it? Is it something? Do I really want to do it? Yes, I want to make a million dollars this year. Okay, then you better learn how to make 83000 a month. Just get real. That's the most important thing. Here's the third thing. What is the next action that you have to take to get to that accomplishment? And for me, remember now, I'm doing the book. My reality is I've already done many. So then my action, what do I have to do first? I'm going to give you a little hint if you're thinking of writing a book. I do my table of contents first. That's what I've done with every single book. And I, it doesn't mean I keep them exactly in the same lineup. I move them around. But that's the content of what the book's going to be about. And I add to that and delete from that. But that's how I start. Now, what would your action step be? If you're really wanting to make the million, your reality is you haven't made a 1000 you probably have to back off of 83000 to find out what it is you have to do. Do you have to have a big ticket item at 25000 50000 80000 I don't know. But you have to get real about it before you can take the first action step to get to what it is you want to accomplish. That's how simple I made that. Not the rigidness from before, but the simplicity of what it is I do in my daily life now. Now, I do have to address the staying grounded part because I have friends that have taught me how to stay grounded. This is what they told me to do. I believe they're Reiki coaches and I believe that they are psychic kind of people, many of them, and many are nutritionists. I mean, that's just what how they think. And so here's what they told me to do. Take off your shoes and socks and go outside and stand them on the ground and then the grass. And then you can feel the earth and the ground grounding you. I did it. I didn't feel anything. I did it many, many times, but I didn't feel anything. Then I kind of did feel something kind of like, I don't know, magnets or something coming. But that's not what keeps me grounded. And so I and I also thought, you know, it's snowing now. I think I should call one of them and say, am I supposed to go out there and just put my feet in the snow? I don't know that. But I'm going to tell you my process of staying grounded. And it's very simple. You know, I'm a person that, that checks in with myself all the time. I even put it in one of my books, Discovering Your Core. You have to check in with yourself. So I'd say things like on a scale of one to 10, Patricia, how happy are you today? I'm an eight. Hmm. What could make it a nine today? On a scale of one to 10, Patricia, how happy with what you're accomplishing right now? Well, that's a seven. 
hmm, what could make it an eight today? That's just my check-in kind of point. I like doing that because I want to stay at the ultimate all the time. It's not easy. <laughs> you know, when there are deaths that occur and when there are sad things that are happening on television, it's not easy to stay grounded, but it's the key. I can tell you that. You can accomplish everything you want in the world, but if you're haggard and you're, you know, you're in a frenzy all the time, that's not good. So whatever it is for you that helps you stay grounded. And here's my second thing that helps me stay grounded. Every day I get up and I, I don't like to call it journal. I like to call it just writing. I just write my feelings, my emotions, and pretty soon my plan for the day comes out of that. And I heard Julia Cameron, she wrote The Artist's Way. She calls it magic and she calls it her morning pages. And she says you have to write three pages in order to really make it work. I'm once again, rigid. I, I don't know, you know, but I, I'm trying three pages instead of the maybe two that I used to write because I'm open. I'm open to whatever it is that somebody else has found that works for them. I hope you are too. Now, what is funny, and I wanted to share this with you. So I came up with these three very easy things. And then, of course, the groundedness just came out of that also because I, I just believe that you have to stay balanced in life as much as you can. And I was hearing on, it was either a podcast or, or it was on 60 Minutes, I don't know. But this guy was interviewed for his book, and he did an acronym, and it called ROAR, R-O-A-R. And I think his name is Clinton, if I remember right. And I just wanted to share with you, because we're so complimentary to each other with, with his acronym and my three simple little steps. R stands for reimagine yourself. O, it stands for own who you are. Isn't that weird? I come back with reality for that one. And then A is act on what's next. Yep. I came up with what's next in your action plan. What do you have to do next? I have to do the table of contents. And then I love this one. R, reassess your relationships. I'm going to take that from him because I do think that's a really important point that he's made about reassessing relationships. Do you know, just recently, I started to think about a relationship that I have with a very sweet, wonderful woman, but she happens to be somebody that seems to want to have more time than I'm willing to give at this time. And so you finally have to decide and you, as you reassess, is that something that you want to do moving forward? And if the answer is yes, set up a schedule, put up boundaries, barriers, whatever it takes to have that wonderful relationship work for you. But don't, under any circumstances, like I have done way in the past, allow somebody to just overtake a relationship. Has that ever happened to you? It's happened to me my entire life. And I, at the end of the time that I've given to a girl, I'm going to say 20 years ago, I'm mad at myself because I'm like, okay, I filled her up, but now I'm not filled up. And I've just wasted two and a half hours of my time that I could have been doing something very useful for me. So that's why my motto this year is take care of you in 22. I love it because I have to be reminded of that all the time. Do you? I bet you do. And bet if you're somebody that listens to podcasts and is always doing a lot of self-help, I bet it is you. So until we meet again, everybody, it's Patricia Noel Drain. I loved having you on this very first episode, second season. And I love doing my podcast. I'd really enjoy if you did a review. 
And I'm going to start sharing those reviews just before we talk each time because I think they're very important. If you take the time to review, then I want to take the time to say what you said. So until we meet again, it's Patricia Noldrain. Drain.